So this week on Top 5 for Fighting, we will be issuing no apologies for anything we may or may not have said in the past. Unlike Jeopardy. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just <laughs> hauling ass, nothing but underwear, hauling naked too, his underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Literally one of the craziest things that I've ever seen in my life. That uh, you you sent it today, and just go ahead and throw it out there because this this is what so, this culture is coming to, and it's getting fucking. Ridiculous. It's. It is getting to a point now, it, it, and I'm not take right or wrong opinion, like just step back like you're looking at it from like Superman looking down on Earth. It's now gotten to the point where it seems like everyone feels the need to apologize for everything in fear of pissing somebody off online or in the... I just, I mean, I don't even know. I well, they, hate, they I hate apologize because people complained about it. That's the only reason they apologize. And the fact that they com- anybody complained about this is fucking ridiculous. So here's here's what happened. And here's the exact tweet, which somebody posted, which I read, and it made me just want to throw up in my shorts. From Jeopardy, and this is word for word. Yesterday's program included a clue about postural or th- orthostatic Tycardia syndrome, which is um, POTS, POTS. That's the acronym for it. After hearing from the community of douchebags, that's me saying that, we found we used an outdated and inaccurate term for this disorder, and we apologize. Now, what this disorder is, is having a smaller than normal heart. Literally, like your organ, the heart, is not as large as it should be. So before you go any farther, I'm trying to think of people in history who've had small hearts. Obama? No, no, it's not Obama. Um, AOC, possibly. Uh, no, no, that's, that's small brain. brain. That's, that's small brain. brain. Um, um, maybe Pelosi. No, that's no. a giant liver. Um, anyway, I'm trying. Yeah, I can't come up with one. I will. I, I will hit the nail on the head for you. Oh, okay. So. In general, not Jeopardy. They did not come up with this. It was referred to as Grinch syndrome. The Grinch. You know, that's who I was trying to think of. That lovable Christmas character that's an icon every Christmas who everybody loves because he's such a good person. The cartoon fictional character that has a small heart that grew three sizes that day because he was such a great person when he saw the light of Christmas. Yes. Apparently. This angered the community, whoever this is. So Jeopardy actually came out and apologized for this. I'm out. I. That's it. Fucking done. Podcast is over. over. I. I just. 
So you got to apologize for everything now. When are people going to stop being so fucking asinine? It's based. A term is based off a fictional cartoon character. I'm going to say this. I don't say stuff very often. To quote the great Ben Affleck in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Fictional characters. Yes. Fictional fictional characters. characters. (laughs) These, no, zero common sense, okay? None. And I'm going to say a word here that a lot of people don't like to use, okay? But it's a a legitimate word. Cunt? And No. Oh no! I, no, I, that I, use I. That I figured word you I were going big. No, 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 no. I wasn't sure. And the word's retarded. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the word retarded by definition has many bad connotations. Yep. Okay, and there are a lot of words out there that have many bad connotations, but retarded actually has a definition. Yes. And okay, and it can be used in a very shitty way. And I surprisingly get enough, Greg, the actual definition is not medical. I know, and 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 I and I understand it, and I know that that people can people can say anything and make it mean. Okay? Yes, but somebody says you can't say retarded. That's just a, the most common one right, that comes to mind. Right, you have to say mentally handicapped. And my answer to them is, what's the difference? I'm if I'm saying that young man is retarded, mm-hmm. or you fucking retard. Those are two completely different sentences. Massively different. If I say that young man is retarded, I'm not going to apologize for anything because right. retarded and mentally handicapped mean the same exact thing. Can we at least use some common sense? And, and Come on. Oh, it drives me crazy. At least that one I can understand people being sen- sensitive towards. Depending on how you say it, yes. Yes. I agree. Um the Grinch, it's Grinch disease. Grinch. What did the Grinch have? Oh, he's a great character in literature. Three sizes so, too small. Perfect. So there are a lot of Grinch supporters out there that apparently, are angry at the apparently. reference of having a small heart. Medically. Are we gonna Are we gonna end up having a Grinch Pride Month? Is that what's gonna happen next? Uh, I'm just probably just not. curious. I mean, June's open, I think. Oh, no, not, not Fucking June. come on. Uh, August, I think, is open for for that one. It, it could be coming soon. Who knows? Could be. I. I if I'd have been Jeopardy, I'd have sent an email back going, "Are you fucking ki- Are you fucking kidding me now?" I, but again, everybody's scared. Everyone's scared to upset the uh, upset anybody. Not like, to not anybody. to derail that conversation. But a couple weeks ago, I recommended a show for you to go home and watch. Yes, and you love it, right? Yes. Okay. Pin and Teller's bullshit. Yes. One of the episodes I they do cannot recommend this enough. And it, the show is so good. One of the episodes they do. It was after I talked to you about it. Is swearing. I only it, watched one episode. I watched the um, the the medium episode. People that claim oh, to yeah. talk to the dead. You got to get on that shit, son. Because what there's some a great, shit some, show some that was. Great stuff. But there's one episode that they do about swearing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And they're like, people are like, oh, you can't swear, you can't swear, you can't swear. And they had this one woman on there who's a driver's ed teacher, and she doesn't swear, and she'll say things like Santa Maria or Philip Rivers, yeah. Dad Gummit, yeah. That's hilarious. It, it, yeah. To, and and the and and you know swearing may be considered uncouth or rude, but here was her answer to something. She says when we're driving, I tell my kids, "Don't flip off the bird." She says, "Give them the turkey." And if you're watching if you're watching on uh on the on the YouTube channel right now, that which is I'll go into in just a second. Fantastic. She goes, "Do the turkey because two hands are better than one." And I looked at Susan and I said, "So, if you make a hand gesture, that means another hand gesture. Are we not right back to the word retarded? I mean, it, yeah. It's the So if yes. I'm giving you something that to me is rude, so it's not what you say to people, it's how you say it to right. them, fuck off. Yeah, it's... I mean, honestly, you could... Whether you agree or not, you could say it's more commonplace because TV now, 
you hear shits all the time. Like it's no big deal. Shit ass. Look at it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Now, granted, it's on cable, but shows it's it's happening more. Uh, Harley Quinn animated show, Rick and Morty, f bomb city on Rick and Morty, oh, but yeah. it's done in a funny way. It's it's just funny the way they do it. The, well, the way even Rick Penn does and Teller. it. His, like you said, his use of the word motherfucker is almost Shakespearean, the way he just drops it out of nowhere. I will not say, it. nobody delivers an MFR like Penn does. There's, it's, it, it's, it's, people I, are like, that, that makes you sound uneducated. No, what makes you sound no. uneducated is the drivel coming out of your mouth. I will say, you were, you hit the nail on the head with that show. Um, it is a very quick watch, but man, it, when it starts and it's it's constant his delivery the way he described the like you could tell when he was talking about these con men and women that claim to talk to the dead you could tell that he was taking that personal like he was oh, yeah. angry at because the story and i mean it th- there's no spoilers in this show it's just they're con men and if you believe they're really talking to the dead then you've got w- worse problems you might need to use that retarded word we talked about it's <laughs> like he um the way he described it and why he felt so strongly against this and why that he wanted to do this one is because he was i guess he lost his mom and he was super close to his mom you know like it happens a lot but these people that lost family members that are so mentally fragile that they're believing this other person is tough. Like now you've taken your most sacred last memories with your loved one. And now that's that person now in set. And that's what pissed him off. And I'm like, I never would have thought of it that well, way. Well, they drop they drop so many facts about what they're talking about. The recycling one is amazing. That's next. I Because... I, the guy I work with is a recycled the, Nazi. They're, like, they're, they're, it's amazing. He also does one on life coaches, and you got to watch that one too because it's great. Literally. Oh, I apologize in, for using the word Nazi in vain. It's all right. In no, the show, I don't. Nah, <laughs> best fuck Nazis. Best movie criminal ever. I, the, ask Indiana Jones. Yeah. They, they, so they got this girl, and she's talking to this life coach out in Santa Barbara, California, or something. So they kind of interview in the conversation. She says, "I'd really, I'd really like some help." trying to figure out what I can do to pay off my credit card debt by the end of the year. And they go, and they stop it. And he goes, okay, hold on a second. Maybe stop paying this guy $400 a month and put that towards your credit cards, and then you won't need him anymore. It's just it's just the shit that they, it's layers upon layers upon layers. I'm, yes, a, Christ, he, I'm a Christian, and I, was, I grew up being taught the Bible. And when they were talking an episode about the Bible, I'm sitting there going, fair enough, okay. Yes, he's a comedian and a magician and illusionist and all that stuff. Uber smart. But that dude is smart as hell. Unbelievable smart. And you really get that when you listen to him talk. And not only just the subjects that he's talking about, the way he is going about presenting it, just like you or I, just like we're talking what we believe in or, you know, take a story, how we're just the way. That, but he's when he's doing it, He's doing it the same way, but he's giving you hard facts. One of my favorite things that he says on the show was, and it was one of the episodes that I'm in uh, now in season three, and they were kind of sitting there, and they were, I can't remember what the topic was, but he says, here's, here's one of the problems that we've run into on bullshit, is we have people on our show, and when we bring people on, they have to sign a waiver to let, you know, to say, you know, we can to use the film and everything, sure. um, and blah, 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 and they're like, well, you're going to edit, you're going to edit this, and you're going to make this, and he says, no, we don't, we don't edit 
anything that you tell us. Right. He says, but what we do is fact check what you tell us. And if you tell us something that's not true. What? Yeah. That, and he says, we That got, is such a novel he idea. He says it's gotten hard to get people to come on the show at this point because they know that they're going to be on Penn and Teller's bullshit. Right. And they can't just spew drivel. Bullshit. Because somebody's going to say, well, you know, you said that, you know, a car goes 42 miles an hour, but it really only goes 60. And it. And it makes it so. I think that might be one of the reasons why the show ended. But it's if you guys haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. It's an easy Tear watch too. Twenty five minutes. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think it's twenty minutes or twenty or twenty five because it was a half hour show. Some are a little longer than others because yeah. it was a half hour show on on Showtime. And I'm glad there's multiple seasons, so I'll probably just go through and pick out the topics don't, that I really want to watch. Don't watch them all because even if you don't like the topics, the 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 humor and the, the way fantastic. that they make people look stupid yeah. is totally worth it. It is. I'm telling you, it is Shakespearean the way that he just routes people, and not in a vicious way. Just, no, just truth. He he just d- drops truth bombs. Never raises his voice, but man, that dude can can use swear words like Picasso uses paint. Oh, he does. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I, you're welcome. I did watch I that. I finally got something out there that you hadn't seen that you liked. Yeah, I, and and not only that, I recommend the shit out of it, and I will continue to watch it it's for good. sure. Um. Uh, video issues I have had letting everybody know I don't know what has going on the last three four times we've recorded the video has been unusable I have been spending time on the internet making sure my settings are right I'm sitting here watching it right now I'm hoping it's going to work out good if you watch the video I apologize for not having anything the last three weeks or four weeks I'm going to give it another world today um I only got one more option, and that's buy another computer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, say, just say we got hacked. Yeah, I can't buy another computer. I just bought a fucking van. China. So anyway, uh, if you watch the video, I apologize. So Hey, it happens. It does. There's not that many people watching anyway. So how was your Father's Day, man? Uh, relaxing. Went over to the in-laws. Had some uh, banger batch of lasagna, some cheesecake, which is my favorite dessert in the world. Grammy used to make it for me every year. Um... I mean, it was just it was just a cool, relaxing weekend. Good. Didn't do too much. Chill out. Tried to get a little bit of sun. Really, just relaxing. Saturday night, Ash came over and stayed with us, and uh, we were doing. Mom and Dad are still kind of they go out, but we couldn't figure out where anybody wanted to go. So Ash said, right. "Why don't we just have everybody over and we'll just smoke some stuff?" I'm like, "Okay, cool." So he came over Saturday night, and he brought his big monster smoker so he could start early Saturday morning. So we he, he came over about 9.30. We sat down. We watched the Lightning. That was the night they lost. And then I watched the Nets lose in Game 7, which I'm not a huge basketball fan. But if they'd have won the, they'd have won the championship, I'd have won like 180 bucks. So, you so know, the Nets are out? Nets are done. The, the team that was loaded? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's what happens when, that's what happens when the injury bug strikes. Uh, yeah. You, nothing you can do about that. Yep. So I was like, ah, fuck it. So he goes to bed, and... I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down in the office and fuck around for a little bit. And I grabbed a beer and came in here and fucked around. And next thing I know, I look out the window and the light's coming up. The sun's coming up. Oh, that's fantastic. So I went and laid down in bed for about 45 minutes. And we were up at like 8 o'clock smoking. So we smoked and drank all day. Good so it was you. totally worth it. Pool, beer, smoke, that's awesome. ribs. It's all about that action, boss. Yeah, we didn't do too much. Um, got a sweet picture of me and Morgan at her graduation that, uh, that. was in a frame. Got a Bridget got me a sweet um, boonie hat. It's all American flag colors. It's got USA United States underneath the brim. It's all stars and stripes. Like it's it's cool. it's going to be the Fourth of July hat. 
Um, and then the rest of the year hat, of course. It, it's just it's a water hat. It's awesome. It, it's just there'll be plenty of pictures of it. Excellent. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, Morgan got me a FGCU dad shirt. It'll be here soon. Um, and then you saw the lights that Dylan sent me. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. It just it's ridiculous. Is that a module that plugs into the back of the TV? Yep. Do you a... have to run the video through it or nope. It's there's to try and describe this, like if you look at your TV, there's a little toothbrush type like camera that's got a bent angle on the end and it's got a fisheye camera and it looks down on your TV and it sends a message of what colors are where on your TV to the light strip in the back I and it you. follows it. Follow, um, nice. There's a the demo video I think I sent you is off YouTube. It's just a hue tracking test video. So it'll follow the puffs of smoke, and it's with the lights off. It's 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 just ridiculous. It's absolutely. I think I ridiculous. might end up having an epileptic seizure if I had one of those. It's I mean it it's not as overpowering as you think. Like I threw on Endgame, yeah, and I watched saw that. watched a, a little bit of that just to kind of see the different colors and all that stuff. And uh, uh, it works awesome with movies. It works badass with video games. Like I played Battlefield with it. Uh, played a little bit of Warzone with it. How's it work with the sports sporting events? Um, that I don't know. I'll tell you later when I have the hockey game on. Okay. Hockey game is going to be tough because it's primarily it's white. white. It's yeah, all white. Yeah. But um, I'm sure with a a football game, um, I'm sure that would be kind of interesting. So we'll find out, or I'll even throw on so, so, some football stuff on YouTube and just see how that goes. But movies and video games, that's where it's at. Nice. That, that that's what this thing is really designed for. Cool. It's, it's it. The whole thing was like sixty bucks. Damn, you can't beat that. It's it's and it's sturdy too. I've when I first got that room put together, I ordered a, a batch of those LEDs for the ceiling, and it's um they were thin. They were just cheap as hell. These are sturdy as shit. Like these ain't going anywhere. Sweet, and sixty bucks, and it's. I mean, you saw what the video looks like. Yeah, it's it's badass. Looked like I was in a damn rave. Club. When you see it, like next time you're over, like when you see it, it's even. Like the video doesn't do it justice. Like you said, video sent me these sweet ass, or Dylan sent me these this sweet ass Father's Day gift, and you sent the video, and I think you sent it in Messenger with the Patreon members yeah. first. And when I saw the lights, the next thing I expected to see was this big, huge pair of tits in the screen because I thought I was at a strip club. That's on the, for the Patreon. And shit was just bam, bam, bam. I'm like, oh, here it goes. It wasn't ten o'clock yet. No, <laughs> we didn't bust out the Oscar awards till later. I was going to say Oscar award, Oscar, Oscar award winners winner. were were they available? Yes. Sweet. So that was my Father's Day. Nice. Yeah, that was mine too. So, uh, I hope everybody out there had a good, safe one. I hope you got to be with who you wanted to be with. and Very low-key, perfect, rest, relaxing. There's one thing I would love to get to do one year to have a yearly tradition for Father's Day is a golf outing with a bunch of dads. Either on a sa- on that Saturday, because obviously Father's Day, you know, a lot of, everyone tries to do weekend family before, stuff. Weekend before, weekend after, yeah. I think the Saturday before, fa- like that Saturday, the day before Father's Day, and have just a big group of, of dads go out, like draw names. We do like a skins game or something like that and just have a big dad round of golf. I just think that'd be a cool yearly tradition to start. It would be neat. So maybe so next year so I'll, have work to, on I'll have to try to work on that. Patreon, Father's Day, golf outing. Fucking everybody golf out. Like as many dads as want to go. I think it'd be awesome. It would be fun. It'd be cool to have a yearly tradition of something like that. Yes. And then, you know, Father's Day with the families and stuff like that and the kids, which is always important. But yeah, that was uh, that was my Father's Day. Good, just like yours. It was awesome. Yeah, it's hard to not be awesome when you get to see your kids. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so the Lightning play tonight. They they can clinch. 
Yeah, we got two series right now that are sitting three games to two. Yeah, it's it's surprising. It's really surprising. Um, it's because I've I think I've got like four group text group chats that I'm in with you guys and then the the Patreon and then the hockey players. My friend, our super fan Phil, and our friend Nick um, up in Michigan, and he's fucking driving me nuts. He's just all about the Montreal Canadiens all of a sudden. I'm like, they're Canadian. Like, why would you root for a Canadian team over an American team? It's like, and his re- this is his reasoning. Drove me fucking nuts. They've only been in the league three years. They don't deserve a Stanley Cup. Phil had the best answer that I, I couldn't even come up with a better answer. All those guys have been playing their entire life. How do they not deserve a chance to play for a Stanley Cup? Just because the franchise is, I mean. Wait a minute. So the franchise went out, got good players, paid them, and they continue to win, and they don't deserve. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, I I mean, it makes perfect sense. Hold on. I think that word that you're looking for is retarded. (laughs) I don't know. He's he's also a very good friend, good guy, very jaded grumpy michigan fan hates everything now because you know we, we've had a rough go of things so he just hate he's get off my lawn guy now but there's there's nobody that should ever say any team doesn't deserve to win it, for god's sakes the championship the, right they've only been around for three years the i mean dumbest ri- well he's gonna really fucking hate the seattle kraken next year with the expansion draft and the number two pick yeah they will be right in the thick of it next year too yeah and i hope they are i hope it, it's nobody so what good is it for the league to have a league come in and have the league set up for them to suck for 10 years. It, it, well, that's what the NFL hey, did for so long. Welcome to Seattle, but you cannot win a Stanley Cup for 10 years because it will piss off Nick. Yeah. Up Michigan Nick, not yeah. not Florida Nick. Yeah, no, it's silly. It, it When I heard that, I'm like, this. you don't know hockey, just move on. It's good for the league, too. Oh, when absolutely you have a, When you have a 30-second te- team show up hey. that you know people are going to want to watch on TV and go see the game for money. How about those 20,000 Vegas fans in the pregame, every game? Those people are nuts. Yeah, but they're all drunk. And it is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, hands down, Vegas has the best pregame show. It's Vegas, for God's sake. I'm not going to lie to you. They better. I might have to schedule my next Vegas trip around the opportunity to go see a Vegas night. Absolutely. Game. The Lightnings is very cool because of the big, I don't know what that. Tesla coil. The Tesla coil with the actual bolts and stuff. It's fantastic. But that show they put on in Vegas is just awesome. It's Vegas, baby. It is. Hey, you know what I mean? That's Vegas. That, that's absolutely. What <laughs> happens in that arena stays in that arena. Uh, it looks like what happens in that arena might not make it out of that arena. Yeah, if uh, they don't pull their shit what. together. Um, so the last time that Canada had a chance to win the Stanley Cup, remember who they played? I think it was Tampa. Wasn't Calgary the last team to go to the finals, or did Vancouver go no, since? No. Well, what year did, did Tampa win their cup? 80, uh, 2004. It was before then. It was Montreal. Oh, no. The Canadians played in 93. Well, the um, Vancouver's been a couple times, and they didn't win it. There's been some Canadian teams that went but didn't win. Vancouver's been in the conference finals a few times. I don't think they've been in the Stanley Cup finals. I'd have to anyway. I'd have to look it up. It, but it, hey, that's the last one I remember. Bottom line is Canada doesn't win the Stanley Cup very often. Yeah, ever. Right, Toronto. I just meant that maybe we'll see Canada and, and Tampa again. And I guarantee I'll root for Tampa. I'm not going to root for a Canadian team over an American team. It's just not going to happen. It's just not. It's it's not going to happen. Shouldn't. It shouldn't. And happen. it shouldn't happen. It's fucking Canada, eh? Well, they've only been in the league three. And you know what? He doesn't listen to podcasts anyway. 
I Phil rags him all the time. Why would you not listen to your friend's podcast? Oh, what's a podcast? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Grumpy ass. You small heart having motherfucker. <laughs> but I do but I, I but I do love the guy. Um so yeah. Oh, I got a new thing this week. Sweet. I have been getting just lambasted with scam calls from Amazon. Air quotes, Amazon. I get them. I've been getting a couple of my emails. Calling me, saying, obviously, when it's, it, you know, it sounds like you're talking to... Um, Habib? What's the taxi driver's name from Deadpool? De- oh. D- Del oh. Pinder? Pinder. Yeah, yeah. Pinder. Del Pinder. Um, calling, saying, we've received a mysterious $700 charge on your Amazon account for an iPhone going to Dayton, Ohio. Every phone call says the same exact thing, word for word. And you can hear people in the background reading the same thing, word for word, in the background. So I do what I did what I usually do. I just start fucking with them. Like, hey, is that person behind you doing this? Like, how many iPhones are getting sent out? Because it sounds like someone is reading the same thing next to you. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. And then they hang up. Oh, yeah. 100%. Word for word. Fuck you, motherfucker. And then they hang up. Sorry for the piss poor accent. So then they call back. I think you crushed it. So then call back. I mean, minutes. I get the it's scam likely. Thank you, T-Mobile, for at least putting that in. Can't block these bullshit phone numbers, but at least you can tell me it's a scam alert, you know, possible scam. So then the next, and thankfully I was on my lunch, so I had time to be creative. So I put him through the ringer. I said, oh, okay, you know, $700 charge. And I said, what's the address going to? And he goes, it's Dayton, Ohio. And I said, and what's being sent? And he's like, it's a iPhone 11 or iPhone, whatever the new one, iPhone 12, whatever 12. it may be. And he says, we just want to make sure that, you know, to see if you're aware of that charge. So I said, and how much was it? And I made him repeat it like three times. And he's like, 700 and some dollars. I said, yes, that the charge is correct. But it was supposed to be a giant rubber fist going to your mom's house. <laughs> you can fuck right off. And then he hangs up. How, so I, who the it's, fuck do you think you are to call me to try and steal my money, and then when you get caught, you get to tell me to fuck right off? That's that. You know what, Joe? You want to do something fancy for us, sleepy, sleepy face? Why don't you give us the ability to track those cocksuckers down and, and beat them with fucking baseball bats? Here's what I don't understand: because these phone numbers will come through locally. They, it's like it's like a, it's like rerouting. It's they're, like they're, re, they, they, they're they're figured out a way to do this so that you think it's local. It's call. like they, at the damn, phone center, like they're snaking through different lines. Yeah, the, the the fucking warranties. The uh, you know the dealer. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They the, stop calling me. The, ex, the extended car extended, warranties. Extended warranties. That's how they do it. I never answer it, but it's from Clearwater. I'm like, oh hey, man, I might it might be somebody I if need. You're not going to cover my Batmobile, then quit yeah, calling me. Fuck them. You can fuck right off. I'm sorry no, about the bloodstains of my presidential right limo off. from 1969. Yeah. That's great. Do you have anything more recent? Like, no, that's all I got. It's a collector. Well, at item. least they're trying to sell you something, and they're not trying to steal from you. No, they're I trying love, to steal. I love the ones that you get in the emails that say, you know, Amazon, your account has been suspended. To enact it, we need your card number and address. And Amy was and, getting calls. They were going to cancel her social security number. Yeah, please do do it because I don't want to fucking what? pay taxes hey. anyway. Dude, I'll do it for you. Tell what me if, how. I'd have been like, what fence do I have to jump over to get that done? Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well done. <laughs> Good on you, sir. Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah, the, the, fuck 
you. I, I mean, how can we bitch. not figure that shit out? Um, so, in other news... What's this? A letter for me. You know what that means, Greg. What does that mean? We got an email. Get the fuck we out! We got ourselves an email. All right, let me open it up here. Dude, if I had one of those blower horn things, oh, I, would, a I would fucking be all Hell yeah. We need to get one. We could brown note that shit like Rafi did. So yes, we got an email. And it was sent just a few days ago from a buddy of mine, Brock McKee. Played hockey with him. All right, nice. This is the fine listener that can't understand why we don't have 25,000 listeners a week, which... Good on you, Brock, because that's pretty. That's a hell of a compliment. Love you, sir. And I I've don't never take met that you, lately. but I fucking love you. That means a lot. It does. Thank you very much for the kind words. Here we go. Putty, already told you I was going to email you, but here we go. He did tell me. I forgot. Number one, the last Canadian team to win the Cup was Montreal Canadiens in 1993. Yep. Two, <laughs> here's where it gets good. Greg said, and I quote, the new Bronco isn't a real Bronco. I can only hope he was referring to the Bronco Sport. Were you? Yeah, the one that looks like it's not a Bronco. The one that looks like almost like an FJ Trooper? Yeah. Cruiser? Yeah. Trooper? Is it Trooper or Cruiser? What, it, garbage. FJ Cruiser. It's one that looks like garbage. The Toyota trash. Yeah. The Bronco Sport is the most common one on the roads right now because it was the first to be released. I'll agree that the Sport doesn't really live up to the Bronco name, which is fine. However, all caps... He's not fucking around when you bust out the I, all caps. I better back up. Dude, people get offended from I the all caps. I better back up. I, I, hold on. Let me fucking get my tweet apology ready. He's yelling at you. However, there are two full-size Broncos being released right now, two-door and four-door, which are in every way a real Bronco. Signed Brock, former owner of an OJ White 1990 Bronco. <laughs> All right, thank I'll look, you, Brock. I'll look up the new Broncos at, at, at break, and I will be the I will decide since it's my fucking show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, fair enough. But yes, we got an email from Brock. Yes, thank the you, one Brock. I, the one I'm referring to is the one that they released at the trade show, and it looked like it was, it looked like it was a future car. It was, it's, it to was me, it not, looked like that Toyota yeah, it was FJ, not whatever. a Bronco. It's not a cat. It's yeah. So there, our first email. Thanks, Brock. And that's going to be our official email. When you hear that alert. I love it. We got an email. I love it. Thank you, Bugs. Bugs Bunny, the best. Credit Warner Brothers, Mel Blank. All right, what do you want to do now? Um, that's all I had. I mean, obviously, the hot, you know playoffs are just, you know, we're getting down to the, we're in the final four. Well, and the Lightning can clinch tonight and Habs can clinch tomorrow night. I mean, they win tonight and you know, they go back-to-back finals appearances, which is not easy to do. Uh, Vegas is in trouble. They got to go back to Montreal with that raucous crowd of 10. Vegas's problem, in my opinion, and you said the other day you appreciate the fact that I can talk hockey now. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, man. God, the kids, they grow up so fast. You know what? Uh, I've always liked hockey. Where does the time go? The last two years, and it's not just because the Lightning have been good. It just It's like it's been in, it's been okay for me to have time to watch hockey. Sure. Um, especially with the way the bubble went. We got to watch a lot of it. God, and, it was so... It, Minus the fact that it sucked with no fans, it well, was we were, awesome. We were both really into the hockey season when we found out. Remember the day we found out that they were cooked, they were halting the season. We, I think, we both cried like yeah. on each other's shoulder. It was not good. Um, my, my, I think that Vegas is struggling because their forwards are not scoring. 
most of their goals are coming from their defensemen, and I think that's fucking oh, hard Jesus. because your defensive you got they got to stay back. And Stone has had what eighteen shots on goal a game, but it's just not going in. Like that guy's doing everything; he's putting the whole team on his back. Well, but eighteen shots on goal is a great number. I'm but exaggerating. I'm, no, no, I know, but, but it but, seems like every good shot is coming from Stone are and they, just him. Are they high end quality shots, or is he just putting the puck on net? Now we've said before, you got to put the puck on net for it to go in. Mm-hmm. Fact. And sometimes you have those fucking crazy ass shots, like that one that went on in Flurry. At the end of the when in, in doubt, Colorado, that's the rule. When in doubt, just put it on the net and also, see what happens. There are also times when you look at a guy and say, "That's got a really small percentage of going in." Yep. But it's like their forwards are just like they're not there on on all four lines, and this, it's it's really weird. This last game, I it totally caught me off guard because I expected Vegas to come out and just pedal to the metal and for the most part the effort i mean it just seemed like they were chasing montreal much like the game that uh tampa lost they were chasing new york the entire game like they had no they didn't control anything tampa, it was they were reacting to everything that new york did tampa should have won in four games they got to stop turning the puck over but you're right they mm-hmm. kept making so many mistakes that they were bait they were constantly like oh we got to go get them we got to go get them instead of taking it to them put it this way right. it's put like you- i mean th- this is the only the analogy that i always go back to like Everybody's been swimming. And when you're in there, you're just relaxing, floating. You're totally just cruising or whatever. Or if you fall in and you're just freaking struggling to keep your head above water, that's what it felt like in that game that Tampa lost. Mm -hmm. The exact opposite of the other night. They were fucking Michael Phelps. They were just cruising. like, And nothing was stopping them at all. And the first period of that game last night, it felt like... It was pretty evenly matched, and mm-hmm. then they came out in the second period, and I'm like, "This is not the same Vegas team." So, what, and like, what did you did you guys drink that that new Amsterdam stuff that they advertise all the time at break? I mean, like, was it was well, must be good? It must be real good because they did not. Look it was like a weird them. game because it's not like they, their effort wasn't there. It was like, man, what do these guys got to do to get a break? But the Canadians just never stopped. Montreal's defense just. It's stifling. It's like one of the best defenses I've ever seen, and I don't. It's crazy. And not only this, and this is this will this will be my key to the next game. Watch how good Montreal um, back checks. It's a, it's a, it's amazing. It's they, like it's the only thing they practice. They get, um, or I'm sorry, four checks in Vegas's zone. They pressure them relentlessly. That like they give them no time to just coast out of their own zone and set things up. They are going after them both sides of the ice. Oh, interesting. Okay, see, I thought back-checking was... So back-checking is when you are, as a defenseman... Back in your own end. You're coming back. So forechecking is when you're all over them when they're trying to organize their offense. Yeah, just like the foreskins in the front. I've got you. I've got you. Very (laughs) nice. There you go. Okay, so I... So look at there, I learned something watch, today. Watch, I, always, I thought I knew that back checking was coming back, but I didn't realize that that's what. Watch how was. much Montreal pressures Vegas in their own zone. Don't let them get set up. Nothing. Well, that's part of a great defense. Yeah, and they and were, that's um, your forwards being a part of your defense too. So and that leads to turnovers. It does, and a turnover in to, hockey is brutal. It's, it's especially devast- when it's especially when it's in your own defensive zone. It's wor- the worst. You, oh my god! And Sergachev in game one did that shit like five times. Yeah. And in the game they lost three to two the other night, they didn't turn it over in the zone a lot, but they they were sloppy with the puck, so they couldn't get organized. Now in the second period, third period, they came out and they start putting. I I, I want to give a fucking a big old attaboy to that defenseman 
from New York. Oh, Jesus. Who made that save with no time left. Steak dinner from everybody. Multiple steak dinners. Dude shouldn't have to pay for a meal the rest of the year. Ever. Like, Ever. Like, literally, because... <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean... Because McDonough juked everybody mm-hmm. except him. That dude came out of nowhere. Just, you're like... Yeah, like he was shot out of a cannon. And he slid across like he was like on... Like a figure skater. Yeah, like he was making it, <laughs> like he was a joke in a sitcom or something. Just sliding right across. So good. It was awesome. So good. But yeah, like you said, Lightning can clinch tonight. Vegas got their work cut out for them in Montreal tomorrow. Got to win two in a row. It looks like it's going to be a Montreal Tampa final, which. Stranger things have happened, but. Fuck. I mean, Montreal's trying to pull an LA Kings. I mean, who? nobody saw this coming. I sure didn't. I did. Um, Remember three weeks ago yeah, when I said, is, no, Mon- is Montreal the new LA Kings? And Rich was like, you, no. You, well, because <laughs> you're Canadian teams. And you, that's exactly what you said. Canada's going to Canada. Canada's going to, and it may not be this round, but it'll definitely be next round. Because I'll just say, if it is Tampa Bay and Montreal, Montreal ain't got a chance in hell. Defending champs until they're not. I agree. And I'm not I, a Tampa fan by any means. I'll say it. But I'm not openly dude, rooting for Tampa. Nobody, I'm not a Tampa fan. Nobody expected the Kings to pull that shit like they did either. But I will completely respect the fact they're the defending champs until they're not. With essentially the same roster with the, with the addition of Savard. Basically, I mean, yeah. It's basically the same team. All right. And that's all I got. Oh, wait. I do got one more thing. Today's Wednesday, right? Today is Wednesday. Two weeks from tonight. Trash Pandas make their on-ice debut. I could not be more excited. There you go. If you're looking at the video, there's the jersey. We got a full roster. We got a team scrimmage on Sunday at 5 o'clock. Then we have a game after that on Wednesday. Uh, Everybody's just fine. I cannot say enough about this team because I've kind of met everyone for the most part. A couple people I haven't met yet because they play in so many other leagues, which is a good sign. Um, Everyone is just cool. There's no bullshit. There's no drama. Everyone's just excited. Um, everyone loves hockey. You say Sunday at 5 o'clock? This coming Sunday at 5 o'clock, yeah. So Are you guys going to be wearing your jerseys? Oh, I'm sure we will, yeah, for sure. Dude, why would I take that off? I might need to uh, come videotape that with I mean, my jersey on. What you, do you think? You, Maybe? You, you may need to. All right. Um, they sell yeah. beer there, right? What's that? They sell beer there, right? Yes, they do. Fucking. It's a hockey rink. Fucking A right, Skippy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, Trash Pandas. Two weeks. I'm gonna wear my jersey. Can't I'm wait. Be there. I'm gonna be there. Can't wait. It's gonna be exciting. I've that reminds me. I've got to send Phil his. You should. I still. I ha- I'm going to grab that out of it because it's still in the box with all the other jerseys. Okay. Which make me forget about it. So I'm gonna grab it out tonight and I'll ship it out tomorrow. Sounds good. Promise, Phil. Love you. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, may as well. Be right back. Yep, that's it. Ladies, mayday. Can anyone hear me? We found something. We found something in the ice. Would you stop screwing around? This makeshift transmitter has a pretty weak signal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Okay, hi. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming of the Dead City Drive-In. And unfortunately, if you're hearing this, then we're already dead. Okay, now you're just being melodramatic. Look, if you're hearing this, then it's probably because we're interrupting your podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, but we wouldn't do that without a good reason. Those delightful singing voices you're hearing belong to a ravenous horde of mutants and madmen right outside our projection room door. You see, we've been tasked by our bosses, the drive-in gods, to program specially themed double bills for the increasingly restless dead city denizens. And when we say specially themed, what we mean is killer robots, satanic terror, Uh, yeah, hideous freaks, creepy crawlies, dogs and cats living together, mass mass hysteria, hysteria, 
You see, there is no bottom to the depths of psychotronic cinema. Any old chud could pick a random double bill. Yeah, but do you really want to watch Chopping Mall back-to-back with Ghost Dad? Or a double whammy of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Bicentennial Man? Oh, yeah, I do! Oh, shut up, zombie Robin Williams, you fucking liar! At Dead City Drive-In, we choose a theme. Then, we and our special guest each pick what we think is the best representation of that theme. But there's only room for two movies, so we're talking genre flick deathmatch here. Three movies enter the ring, but only two can make it on the slime-splattered screen of the Dead City Drive-In. Put it this way, it's dirty work, but somebody's gotta do it. (laughs) Chris, that's the lyrics of that song from Police Academy 2. Damn it, we're about to lose the transmission. Dead City Drive-In is available everywhere your favorite podcasts lurk. The doors are open and admission is free. It's a show filled to the brim with monsters, mayhem, blood, guts, and... Uh, dispatch. <laughs> Some more paramedics. <laughs> Remember, if the car's a rockin', it doesn't mean somebody's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. And here at the... Under 17, not admitted without parent. All right, we're back. Yep. That was short. That was short, right? <laughs> Mike, you got something on your phone that everybody needs to hear? What's this? A letter for me. Do we have more mail? We have actual snail mail. Old school mail. Today. As the kids would say. From. Paper letter. Family friend and personal friend and uh, friend of the show, top five Patreon, uh, Joe Stillwell. He sent us a letter, told me that I had to open it up on the air. So there's probably anthrax in this motherfucker or something. Back up. Mike, why don't you go to the other room? Yep. Open this baby up. Don't cut yourself, for God's sake. Oh, I don't. I, nah. I only do that at work when I have, you know, work with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday. Every cut, Monday. If I cut myself here, I got to fucking pay for it myself. It's on Monday. Greg's here for stitches again. How long will these stitches take to heal? Uh, about 72 hours. All Thursday. right. See you Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a letter. Wow, handwritten. A handwritten letter, and it would appear to be a donation. So let's read the letter first. All right, so Joe Stillwell, their top five for fighting podcast. I'm glad you guys are making a more concerted effort to help the troops. Let me give you a little history. My dad, Major Ronald Stillwell, enlisted in the Air Force right when he turned 18. He served in both the Korean War as a medic, and after receiving his certification as a CRNA while stationed in... Wow, Nakadesh, Louisiana. He served as a nurse anesthesiologist specialist in the Vietnam War, often being sent on covert missions for medical <sighs> care during the conflict, which that would suck. Those medics are in the mud and blood just like the just like the the ground pounders are. Probably saw the worst of the worst. Oh, well, had to deal with the worst of the worst and probably held a lot of people's hands while they right. passed. So, God bless you, sir. Oof. Um, my mother joined the Red Cross and served as a recreation director in charge of rehabbing wounded soldiers aboard the hospital ship USS Sanctuary, also during the Vietnam War. My mother and father met each other in Thailand during the conflict, so if not for the military, my parents would have never met. So there's that. Awesome. Plus, Absolutely. Plus the countless numbers of paintings and drawings and other art projects given to my mom by those in, in, injured servicemen. So thank you for what you do, and if this can help out in some way, please. Joe Stillwell. Mr. Stillwell has made a very nice donation to the troop fund here, Um, and because it came the way it came, we are going to use every dollar of this uh, 
Of for the troops. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Um, I'm glad to... I did not know that about your parents. I've known him for like and, eight, ten years. And, and that's, thank you to Joe's parents. Yeah, for sure, right? How odd is it that you're American and you meet in Thailand and you spend the rest of your lives together? You know, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. The numbers don't support that happening. Ever. That's pretty cool. That's... That is an awesome story. That's a great story. And to know that, you know, basically that they did what they did for who they did. Medics, um, I got a good friend of mine whose son was a medic. He went Mm -hmm. in uh, the army and he was, it kind of fucked him up. And he was just doing the Gulf War thing. And it, like I, like I said, that's, I mean, you are, I mean, obviously infantry and riflemen and the, the, the fighting and all that stuff is hell on earth. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm guessing. But medics, would take that to a different level because they're seeing the results of the worst oh, scenario I you could possibly like the line imagine. from Armageddon. So it's the scariest environment imaginable. To me, that is that's scary, all you had to say that it was the scariest, scariest environment imaginable. Environment imaginable. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. To to me, that is the scariest environment imaginable. Being on the front lines of a war, fighting an enemy you can't see, and just the unknown happening, the napalm, the the booby traps, literally. That's still blow people up to this day. Yeah, not as much, obviously, but it still happens. Um, in that part of the world, at that time, and they both made it back to have a successful family and kids. I mean, that that's that's amazing. I never got to meet Joe's dad. Uh, by the time that I met Joe, his father had had struggled with dementia, pretty rough, pretty right. bad. Uh, I did meet his mom. His mom was a very nice, very 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 wonderful person. Um, she has uh, since passed. Uh, she had, I think she, I think she died of cancer. She fought it for about four years, you know, and, but unfortunately it gets the better of most of us. So, well, I can guarantee you they're both smiling on Joe right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And thank you very much, Joe. And there'll be some troops smiling. We never heard anything back from the group that we sent to the last one. I mean, it is what it is. I don't care. That's not why we do it. Hopefully, hopefully, um, they liked what they got, but If anybody out there has, they have a family member or a friend of a family member, or a nephew, a niece, a friend, son, whatever, that's deployed, let us know because friend of a friend, we're ready to go again. Send us an email, top five for fighting at gmail dot com. Where can they? What if, can they send us an email anywhere? They could at top five for fighting at gmail dot com. Perfect. Or a paper letter like Joe did. I'm just kidding. Email's easier. Okay. And faster. I. Hell of a gesture by Joe. Yes, thank you very much, Joe. Um, uh, honest God can't thank you enough for that. Uh, okay, having said that, I feel like I want to start a new segment on the show because we every week we can throw little things in. It's well, my we don't version. have an HR department, so it's, go ahead. It's my version of the sa- <laughs> of, it's my version of the Saturday of the the weekend news, like on Saturday Night Live. Oh, the weekend update. The weekend update. I'm gonna try and find some. We're gonna bring back Florida stories as well. Starting the first of the month. I mean, it's because some of them are just too good not to share. Exactly. That's why we only, but we only do it once a month because you know we're run out. But this is right. like, do something try and find a, a story, get old. a story that's fun that we can talk about and laugh about. Sure. So we'll do weekend update. Why not? You All got right. One? Do you? I don't watch a lot of TV. Do you watch a lot of TV? I mean, not not, not television, I, I but like used to. broadcast television. I yeah. used to. No, there's nothing to watch anymore. Some of the some of the things that are coming on TV are just to me. I don't even know how they're on TV, but there's a handful of things that are that are out there now that I, I are guilty pleasures. I'm gonna tell you what. One of them, a guilty pleasure, is the show Holy Moly. Have you watched that? 
No, but if that's the Putt Putt Golf one. Yeah, it's Joe Tessitore and, and Rob Riggle. Let me ask you this: What is the last network TV show that you watched on a regular basis? Could not miss. Ooh, I got mine. What's yours? Big Bang Theory. Okay. When that ended, like basically broadcast like TV sitcoms, it everything went to streaming. Actually, we had about five shows that we watched of that era, but we stopped watching them all at the same time. We were watching Mom. I did off and on, but I wasn't a we diehard were, fan. We were watching Big Bang Theory. Yep. Uh, there was like two others, but it's. But even then, we taped them. Amy still watches the Chicago shows: Fire, PD, Med. Only because she's basically waiting for the city to burn down. <laughs> Didn't have to wait long. So, holy moly, Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore are fun. Love it's 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 ridiculous. It's a dumb show. It's more it's more it's more of a it's it's a guilty pleasure. I, I admit it. It's more of a Just watch CNN. Same you, thing. You watch it to <laughs> truth. <laughs> you watch it to make fun of the people. And I love what saying clank whenever somebody gets hit by the windmill blade. But it's kind of it's just you know it's like a it's what do you want out. to call it? It's a reality show, but it's, it's, it's kind of, it kind of is with putt putt golf. Well, this show nothing I'm kind will of ever excited, top. I'm kind of excited about nothing will ever top. Most extreme elimination chamber ch- challenge. Oh, ne- no, never, never. Guy G- Ladouche. So um, this show is called Ultimate Slip and Slide. Okay, you have my attention. So basically, it's about playing games on a team in a okay. water park. All right. However, NBC's Ultimate Slip and Slide series halted after explosive diarrhea reported on set. And here we go. It looks like Ultimate Slip and Slide is slip sliding away into temporary limbo. Great, great line by the writer. On Friday, the rap reported that production on the upcoming NBC Universal reality series had been indefinitely suspended following an onset break outbreak of Giardia, which is a microscopic parasite that can cause diarrheal disease if swallowed. Wait, so this is not just one person. Like multiple, like we're talking. This is this is, is this a reality a TV me si- situation. This is a reality TV situation. No, no, no. Teams. I, oh yeah, I'm, where what everybody's shitting all over themselves. Was, okay, uh-huh. so yeah. this is a this is a blueberry pie. Uh-huh. Stand by me situation. Yes, it is. Except it's opposite oh. end. Oh, the health and safety of every one of our set is our number one priority. So, out of an abundance of Jeez. caution, we have made the decision to stop production of Ultimate Slip and Slide at the current location. Yeah, thank for Universal Television Alternative Series. Told Yahoo Entertainment a statement: We are in the process of determining next steps in order to complete production. Originally scheduled to premiere on NBC on Sunday, August eighth at ten thirty, immediately following the closing ceremony of the Summer Olympics. Ultimate Slip and Slide features teams of contestants competing competing in a variety of challenges in a water park filled with rides based on the backyard game from Whammo. According to the NBC press release, the series tastes like the spirit of the classic backyard slide Does and it? funnels it into games like human pong, body bowling, cornhole, bocce fall, culminating in the big slipper described as a colossal multi-part slide meant for only the bravest and the boldest players. Okay, I'm going to watch this. Are they sure it doesn't taste like corn? Hey, someone was thinking it. Uh, I would watch, not only that, I want to compete on this. Yes, me too. 100%. Production on this series originally paused on June 2nd when the studio was made aware that a crew member had tested positive for Giardia. And as many as 40 crew members were ultimately affected by the parasite, leaving people collapsing on set due to awful explosive diarrhea and being forced 
to run into porta potties of guys. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at these people's misery. I'm laughing at what the fucking pool water looked like. Hold on, wait a second. We've just invented a whole new game show. Oh my god! That is when you get the explosive diarrhea, you're eliminated. The first one to let it go is eliminated, dude. They're approaching this all like the wrong. episode of Family Guy where they all took the Ipecac. That last person to vomit wins. This is um, that. Well, there is a scene in the movie Buddy Games. If you haven't seen Buddy Games, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I want to watch um, it. Or no, HBO Max. I think it's it, you can find it. One of the it, two. It's on a service. Um, one of the games at Buddy Games is they all go out to the local bar, which is kind of like in a backwoods town, not hick town, but um, small, low population. They go to the bar, and the last one, or the goal is to get a woman to dance with you and buy you a drink. All the guys are in. Um, and the guy, who's the lead guy? I can never remember his name. He was in Transformers. Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel. He's kind of the leader of this whole thing. He puts on the Buddy Games. So everyone's sitting at the table. They're like, okay, here's tonight's you know, game is you got to get a woman to dance with you and buy you a drink. So like, fuck, no problem. All right, no no big deal. Nick Swartzen is hilarious in this movie, by the way. Horrible. When isn't he? Horribly funny. Um, and they're like, okay, great. So then he brings out a tray of not shots, but small bottles of... Um, Ipecac? Nope, uh, shit to make you shit. Laxatives. Oh, okay. And they have to chug this whole bottle of laxative, and then the game begins. Nice. And obviously it sounds like what follows in this water park game. Working with LA and Ventura County Health on the depart on the location's water source, excuse me, and health departments, NBC Universal employed a third-party environmental lab to run tests on the location's water source and determined that it was negative for Giardia. However, additional testing conducted on June 10th turned up positive tests in the surrounding area. As a result, Ultimate Slip and Slide will find a new site to complete its final week of production. The series was originally scheduled to wrap on June 11th with the crew compensated accordingly. While Giardia was no laughing matter for the affected crew members, <laughs> the news definitely kept Twitter in stitches. Now, this is what intrigues me about this show. The hosts are Ron Funches. Oh, fantastic. And Bobby Moynihan. Uh, even I, Ron Funches's laugh makes me laugh. It's it, it, it's it's it is. He was on. What's goddamn? I infectious. cannot. There, thank you. I, ironically enough, it's infectious. Yeah. Um, Ron Funches was on a show that was very short lived. That was based in Detroit called Undateable with Chris D'Elia. Yes. Uh, it was done live, and that show was just hilarious. Very short lived, too short, but um, really good. Ron Funches in that show, like his laugh makes me laugh. He's so good. He does King Shark on the uh, on Harley Quinn. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, infectious. All I can picture is a combination of Stand by Me. Yes. Caddyshack Two. Pile of shit. Where yes, but massive there, pile of shit. There were two scenes that are, were good. The one where Randy Quaid is on the putt putt golf playing the golf golf the, the thing and where he threatens to beat down your house with a fucking baseball bat when he's in the office and the scene where the guy comes down the slide with no water. So I'm just trying to picture that and then Caddyshack itself with the duty in the pool. It's okay. You take all three of those, put it together. That's a pretty fucking fun show to watch. That's a uh, I, again. I think they're looking at this the wrong way. I they, agree. They could have turned that into a very intriguing game now 
I'm going to watch this at this show just because I'm intrigued. I want to take bets on if they mention that. There won't even be a peep of it. There, That's what I think. I don't think they say a word. Yeah, the, the, there's no way they're going to mention that. In this day and age, I mean, it would be funny if... Let me set the scene. <laughs> there's a there's a game going on in something crazy, like a huge wipeout or someone slides off a slide or someone gets hurt. Let's just say the human bowling. The human bowling. Like, there's a strike, and it's just it's crazy. And Ron Funches looks over to Bobby Moynihan and goes, holy shit. Yeah. And then that that's like, it's just a big inside joke. But that's it. They, yeah. They, they will not even bring it up. <laughs> in fact, they'll act like that filming probably never took place. I guess there was some pretty funny tweets that I had set up here to be able to read, and I fucked it up today right. prepping. But it was basically something like, you know, because his... Ron Funches' Twitter picture is this big smile, and it's yeah. like, are you serious? And he's like, I don't think I could ever be that serious. <laughs> that is unfortunate, but man, that could have been. So, uh, good evening and have a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah, no shit. Get it? <laughs> Actually, there was a lot of shit. 40 Ooh. people oh. couldn't make it to the fucking pot- porta potties. Holy Lord. Good thing it's a water park. Easy to clean up. Yeah, just put that shit through f- multiple filters. Turn up that pump. Double down on the filter purchase. <laughs> gonna need a tanker of chlorine. We're gonna need a shitload of chlorine over here, yeah. Carl. You're gonna have to a uh, couple semi trucks full of that shit. No pun intended. No again. pun intended again. I mean that that's a hard pun to avoid when it comes. It to is explosive it is. diarrhea. It's outbreak. so much fun too. It's just Damn. a good pun. Did they film that in Columbus? No, because then they wouldn't have had to have the the parasite to make people shit all over the place. It had just been a shitty show in a shitty town. Fair point. Thank you. Nice job. All right. All right. Let's do our sack. So last week I had said, you know, the movie's coming out. So we we were like, sounds like next year there's a lot of movies coming out. Greg, next year there are a lot of movies coming out. I heard that there might be a lot of movies coming out next year. Now, the list that I have, in fact, you know what? I'll save the list because this will tie into some of the the first stuff that I have. First thing is... (laughs) It's so funny, the timing on this. I have written next to it. Holy shit. (laughs) I did not know this game was coming out this year. I'd never heard of it. I never heard a mention of it. And I did not know that this person was involved with this game. Evil Dead, the game, coming out to all major consoles and PC. And Bruce Campbell's involved. And Bruce Campbell is involved. And he is voicing the, the lead character, Ash Williams. It is a survival game where there is a team, like you can play multiplayer, there is a team of, I think, four or five. Ash is one of the characters, obviously. And other main characters from the Evil Dead universe. You can play as the Knight from Army of Darkness. You can play, I th- believe, as the girl from the Ash vs. the Evil Dead. There is another player that I did not recognize. It could be from one of the, the one of the movies. Or, in the tri- you'll have to watch the, the, the preview for this. You can play as... The evil. And Bruce Campbell says, if you want to be a dick. And it is bloody. It is gore. It's everything that you, when you look at this, like, okay, this is an Evil Dead game. Does that sound like, does it look like something like maybe a Left 4 Dead type thing? Um, 
it could be a little bit. It's very similar to the Friday the Thirteenth game that was put out a couple years back. Okay, I know that Trent played it. Of uh, Trent that went with us on the wrestling trip. Um, I've played it. I downloaded it when because it, it came out for free one month for PlayStation. Of course, I'm jumping all over. It was only like thirty bucks. It was an independent game. Gotcha. It was funded by Kickstarter. Okay, so fans literally paid for this game, and you had to be either the counselors and survive the night or to get it to escape. Find the find the keys to the car. Find the parts for the the battery for the game, car yeah. to ex, to escape, or you were as Jason and you hunted everybody down. Very fun game. Not like you'd spend six hours playing it, but a couple good rounds, maybe an hour, hour and a half. Fun maybe kind of like a party game or something. Yeah, or if you got nothing to do, you want to kill some time like that. You see that in your library of games, like oh shit, I haven't played that in a long time. Then you pop it up and play it and have a good time. Um, this looks very very similar with great graphics for all the consoles. Um, you'll have to watch the trailer. It's called Evil Dead the Game, and it does. It is slated to come out this year. There was no release date, so I'm, uh, that tells me it's probably going to be late in the year because they're probably finishing up, polishing up, whatever. Um, totally, I love it when I get caught off guard with stuff. Yeah. Because usually you hear about, oh, we're, we're making this game. We'll see in six years. See in six years. Um, you know, perfectly good example, Battlefield 2042 that's coming out in October, October 22nd. Like, Ever since the shit show that was Battlefield Five came out, which was the most worst "quote unquote" World War II game ever made, like we've waited for years and years and years for this new Battlefield to come out. It finally, is but this was like, oh shit! And this comes out this year. It's just a nice surprise. Um, another game that I know you're familiar with because I sent you and Richard the trailer for it is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Again, had no clue this was being made. Love the look of it. Like all the characters look different than the movie characters, which I'm sure they have to do, or even if not. I the look of it looks great. Drax it does. looks it cool, looks beautiful. different. Drax looks very much more accurate to the comic book Drax than yes, he does. He does not look like Batista. He's big, strong, brooding, you know, brute, but it's he's painted up different. Um, Star Lord looks different. He's got like blonde hair, uh, same type of personality, but everybody looks different. But the game looks insane. Yeah. And that comes out later this year. Again, had no idea that was coming. So look out you know, for those trailers or look them up if you're a fan of either of the two. Both look fantastic. I feel like a lot of what we saw in that game was the cutscenes, or that trailer was the cutscenes. And sometimes it's hard to You did see judge. some of the, the, the actual gameplay with Peter shooting, which looked very cool, but you're right. A lot of the trailers, like Battlefield, to, to circle back to that, um, they released two trailers. One was the cinematic one, which yep. is cut, which their trailers are always batshit crazy. But then they released the actual gameplay trailer, which was like, oh, okay, all right, I yeah. see what you're when doing. I, if I if I see a video game trailer, I need the gameplay trailer. Absolutely, because I can make I can make Pong look fucking amazing with oh, a cinematic trailer. Of course yeah. you could. Ex- Michael Bay explosions and all yeah. that stuff. But <laughs> how does the game look? And that Boom. gameplay exactly. <laughs> the. Uh, Gameplay trailer that I sent you guys as well for Battlefield looks. I'm in. Insane. I'll try. It, it, I've always wanted to try to play the battle the battlefields, but I've never had anybody to play with. Now we just got to get a PS5. Maps are ma- the maps in this game are the biggest maps in the game history. So Sweet. that is super exciting. Sweet. So anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy, Evil Dead. The Evil Dead game is bloody as hell. Like some of the finishing moves that shows Ash with the chainsaw, just like. Punch someone in the gut, bend him over, and then he just saws him in half, and there's just blood squirting everywhere. It just it looks just like the movies, yeah, good, and enough. the show. 
Um, another thing that came out that I, again, try to send you everything so you're familiar with what we're talking about is the picture of all these Shazam family members in their new suits. Looks so cool. Not even new. They're retooled. I think they're cleaner. They look less... They look a lot more like... Shazam's looks way better. They look a lot more like the Superman's... Man of Steel. And Man of Steel and Justice League, yes. Um, Which makes sense. Clean. They look really good. They look fantastic. Look really good. Um, Didn't see the hood. Kind of a... I mean, hopefully he still has that white hood because I thought that was always a cool piece on on that suit. Um, But that looks really cool. Of course, we'll get back to Shazam in a second. Uh, They had the white hood on it. But they released a tweet yesterday apologizing for the resemblance of Shazam to a KKK member, and they had to uh, they had to get rid of him. Hey, these days, who knows? You get a Karen involved, you, you never know what apologies are coming. Um, but uh, the suits look fantastic. They really do. They they look great. Um, next up, sticking with DC, we got our first look at Michael Keaton in the Flash movie as Bruce Wayne. Yes. Dude looks badass. He does. He looks good. Gray hair. I mean, he he still looks like he like, and he's going to. He's got that smolder. But he looks like he could still throw that suit on, and he's going to. Probably could. He looks great. I mean, he definitely looks older with how gray they made his hair. He still looks like he can throw. Uh, it's. He, I was impressed when I saw. He looks like it. he's in better shape now than he was in 1988. His face is chiseled. 89. Yeah, like he's. He looked good in the Spider-Man movie. He did. As Vulture. I mean, he, he did. still looked like a hard ass. I'm really still looking forward to, to see him come back with the Sinister Six. I, we'll get to that. Uh, 100%. I mean, this dude is firmly ingrained now in Marvel and DC. And it's, it's great. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that, a lot of stuff is starting to trickle out. We saw the Supergirl costume uh, mm-hmm. movie suit for the Flash movie. Yep. Looked great again. Same logo as Man of Steel as Superman, so they, they didn't change that. I don't know if you noticed that or not. The S mm-hmm. is still the same. Uh, the suit looks very similar, just colored different. Like there's red on the shoulders. It, it just looked great. Uh, there was, I sent you a side by side picture of her in the comics as well. Yes. Spitting image. Yep. Good on you, DC. Looks good. I, again, I love it when they, they stick to source material. They got to wake up. Let's, let's, you know, again, let's hope that they do this right. Well, with the lineup coming. We'll get to that in a second. Last thing I have outside of our list, and I know this is not your alley or you you haven't seen anything, but the finale for the season of Handmaid's Tale was last week. And Greg, I got to say for a series fina- season finale, this made me want to turn a table over and just jump for joy and pump my fists in the air. I have not seen a finale with a payoff like that since Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. It was that so like seven satisfying. Months. Like like satisfying. <laughs> no, like to that level. Okay. Before we saw that, when have you ever like, okay, you know, oh, that was good. That was really good. I'm I don't know how about you, but I know how I felt when I saw that X Wing fly in. Oh yeah. In the final scene of Mandalorian. I'm like <gasps> at six in the morning when I got up to watch it before I go to work so I could talk to Dylan about it. The satisfaction level of what happened was off the charts. Good. And it made the f- the previous seasons of sitting through this show, which is great. It's not a show that I should have any business liking, but ended up doing. Um, I, I was just, I mean, I'm sure there's someone else that watches the show. Hey, and if you agree with me, just send an email. top 5 for fighting at gmail.com. Nailed it. Fuck it. Shoot me a text. 727-793-4954. <laughs> it happens once. 
Um, but I had to bring it up because it was that good. Good. And when something that good happens, it 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 deserves a mention. Well, I'm glad you liked it. <sighs> only the only other thing I have is um the the D and D game that we talked about, Dark Alliance, came out did, two days ago. It came out the twenty second, I think. I sent you the trailer. Yep, you did. Actually, it wasn't even a trailer. It was more of an explanation of what the game is, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, well, I've read that whole series of books. Uh, the guy who writes the 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 Forgotten Realm, the Drizzt stories. No, uh, you are, are a D guy. Yeah, I am. Um, this is, takes place. He's got like nineteen or twenty six books. It's it's a lot of books. In fact, I just read the last three in the trilogy in the last month. So novel books, novels. Okay, like um, three hundred pages, four hundred pages a piece. Like Tolkien and shit. The first one of these I read, I read when I was a junior in high school. So okay. that's how long they've been they've been around. And this guy, this character, the, the the guy that had the cat that appeared, yeah. he's like the main. His name's Drizzt, Drizzt Orden. Uh, he's a drow elf, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Not- this, this story takes place after the first book he read. Okay. And they're looking for what's called the Crystal Shard. It is not a D&D game. Really? It is D&D characters based on that universe, but this is a f- action game. Original. It's an action game. Yeah, it's original. But it's it, it takes the four characters, um, Brunor, Drizzt, Wolfgar, and Cadbury, and they are basically doing all this stuff. And I think you can play all four. Yep. And you can play co-op. That's what it said. Yep. And as you as you build up, you unlock and do these different things. But it is it is an action killing stuff game. Okay. Haven't been able to play it yet. Read a lot of reviews. Nobody's in the middle. Everybody's like, this game is garbage. Right. This game is a lot of fun. So I think if you, and I, we should talk about video games more because I mean, it's for fucking target audience. Uh, I think that if you like fast-paced games, this is going to be for you. If you're looking to play Dungeons & Dragons, you're going to want to go get the Baldur's Gate and the, the Neverwinter Nights and things like that. This is not for you. But right. by from, from all tellings, it is gorgeous. It's fun to play. Oh, the graphics looked amazing. Yep, it's fun to play, um, and it's very satisfying, but it may not be what you're looking for. So I haven't got a chance to play Just it. watch the video. I'm probably going to buy it just because I don't know if I want to pay 50 bucks for it. So I might give it a couple months because right. I ain't got time to fucking play it anyway. But Fair point. Um, it, it, looks like, it looks like it did what they intended it to do. It's not supposed to be an RPG. It's supposed to be, all right, I got my shit. Let's go button fuck masher. some stuff up. Let's go kill people. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a button masher. It's just like, it's kind of like a Borderlands or something like it's that where you're game. just doing a lot of shit. Yeah, so so that was that was the only thing I had. Doom. Yes, just, more or less. It, let's just go. Yeah. Let's go. Obviously, you power up and you get new abilities and stuff as you play through it, but yeah, I don't, it's not... And I think there was a lot of people, and when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, this is not going to be a, a build-your-character type thing. But online, man, it could be. I, I don't know if it's multi-platform. That is crucial is, to me these days. It, if it is, I would buy that shit and play it with you and Richard in a heartbeat. Speaking of which, um, obviously you guys talk a lot about Borderlands, and I didn't have this on the list, but it did come to mind. The Borderlands mo- movie has finished filming. Yeah. So, I mean, that is coming next year as well. Um. Looking forward to I it. I believe it's next year. The cast is is loaded, but I went back and looked because you guys talk about it so much, and it's really the only game you guys play on a regular basis. It's the only game I play anymore. I mean, it's I, when I walked in, you you had it on the screen. I, so I I practice Call of Duty because the controls are a lot like Borderlands because I want to be able to call it play Call of Duty with you, but I'm just not good at it. 
I'm just not good. We can play Call of Duty against the computer. It, okay. Th- we, you don't have to jump into multiplayer that's games. That's what we got to do. Um, there is co-op missions that, that we can play. Oh, I'm all about we that can, action, boss. We can, you give me some Skittles, I'm up in yeah, this bitch. You're not just going to jump in with a porn star. You got to work your way up. You got to go on a few dates first. Mike, have you seen me? <laughs> I, I, th- she's jumping in it with me. That's fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but on that, but the reason I say that is because I went back and I looked, and I had already had Borderlands from years ago because it was a free mo- PlayStation and, and Xbox do a great job of giving free games every month. So at one point, the Borderlands Handsome Collection came out, which is Borderlands One and Two. Yeah, I forgot that I had it, so I re-downloaded two and started playing it last night. Um, it is, f- it is very fun and amazing to look at. That game with the colors on the TV is ridiculous. Oh, I bet because ridiculous. of all, because of all the colors. Yes, visually that game is is nuts. Um, so I did some looking because how is this game not multiplayer crossplay? It was supposed to be the company that puts out Borderlands, Ubisoft, I think, um, or maybe it was Sony themselves. I don't know. The the creators of the game were ready. Hey, the next update, crossplay is in play. Everyone can play. Sony said no, for whatever reason. So they had to deactivate their crossplay multiplayer with just PlayStation. PC and Xbox can play together. PlayStation can't. PlayStation's got to play with just PlayStation, and that was their decision. So you can't make machines, and you can't make them where I can play with them. Correct. Fucking commies, idiots. Absolutely. Now, is there a reason for it? Who knows? I'm sure there is. Is there? Is it coming eventually? Maybe. But how long has Borderlands Three been out now? Year and a half. How is it not available? I, I, it makes no sense to me. But I did want to pass it on to you. I did look okay. it up. And that, I mean, well, at least maybe it's there. You know, it maybe was it's supposed coming. to happen, and they were ready to release the update that was going to activate it. And at the very last minute, Sony said, "Nope, take us out." Assholes. Okay. What are you going to do? On to the list. So I did some digging, which is kind of why I, I why well, it is the reason why I don't have a Twitter game this week because I I took a deep dive into this. Pun intended, because Aquaman is on this list. All right. In 2022, we have 10 movies that are coming out, comic book related, DC or Marvel. Now, 10 movies coming out, and I'm not, and I'm talking, well, I'll say nine major movies, and the one that you could or could not count as that is Spider Verse 2, which comes out in October. Not to cut you off, can you imagine what the landscape of the theater would look like right now if Iron Man had failed? It's nothing like what we see right now. It doesn't even happen. Like Little Women 9, Backdoor Babes 14. English Patient 3. 6, yeah. Tea Time. Wow. Um, ten, yeah. 10 comic book movies next year. Bro, that's almost one a month. That's exactly that's what... almost one a month. That's what my next statement was going to be. So what I did is I broke down the list. In 2022, this is what's happening. In January, we get Morbius. I want to see that. Which is was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. But it didn't, but I wanna, whatever. I want to see that. Um, I don't know why that one intrigues me so much, but it really because does. Because it's Jared Leto, and that dude just... Just is, the character. Just, not dude, even Jared Leto. Just the, just the character. I'm very intrigued. For me, it's him as that character. Him as a vampire, come on, all yeah, day long. Good enough. Um, plus, it's just one more step close to the Sinister Six. True. Because Michael Keaton is in it. He was in the trailer, which when I saw him, I was like, 
what? When he just goes, what's up, Doc? That is awesome. Yes. Marvel's the best. Um, in March, we finally get the Batman. Super excited about that. Yeah. Also I... in March, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Then we get a month off. Ugh. And then in May, we get Thor, Love, and Thunder. Okay. Then we take a month off. And then in July, we get the Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which will introduce the Submariner, Namor, which is... Who is playing... Um... Has not been said yet. Okay. There, there's been uh, internet leaks as far as who was cast, but I was listening to uh, Kevin Smith's podcast today, and they kind of shot that down because nobody else is reporting that. When, so when a character like that gets cast, everybody's going to know. So they haven't even started filming on this yet? No, it's pre-production right now, so it's going to start filming like anytime. Wow, they're putting these things together fast, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, also, we, July is officially next year going to be Black History Month because we get Black Panther and Black Adam. Mm. So there's a lot Mis- of black Mi- in July. Mr. of the Rock, the DC Black Adams you yes. know, football team? Okay. Yeah. Dude. It's beautiful. How is that not a team? I'm telling you. Come on. The logo, the the bolt on the side. Even if just for like one weekend, they they change their mascots to be different superheroes. DC cities. Yes. Fuck, dude. It'd be like the Gotham. The How Gotham is he Jokers. not called us yet? The DC Black Adams. Jeez. Man, change Tampa to the Gotham City. Well, Gotham City's New York. Well, you could make New York. Yeah, the Gotham Knights. Yep, that's what I'm exactly. Or the Gotham Jokers, or the Knights, or whatever. And you go dark gray helmet with the uh, Ben Affleck Batman logo. They say the Metropolis is supposed to be Chicago. I don't know but why it's funny because they keep filming Batman movies in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So, but but you know, I mean, I think Chicago has an XFL team, don't they? I they got a fucked up mayor. It was the fire, enough. right? The Chicago Fire. That's the that's a f- uh, soccer team, I think. Yeah, it was also the city at one point. Yeah, it was. Um, then we get a couple months off, and then, like I said, Spider Verse Two comes out in October. But that that'll be streaming. So Black Adam is July. Then October is Spider Verse Two. Spider Verse Two, um, and then the Flash comes out in November. Up, uh, Flash, Flashpoint. The Flash. Yeah, okay. it's just that, that. God, I wish they would just come. They're out just and calling say it Flash. Okay. They're just calling it the Flash. Um, and then in November, again, we get the Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel. And then in December, we get Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Marvels is Captain Marvel, so that's Brie Larson? It's the Marvels, so it'll be Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel, which is also the show that's filming for Disney+. Plus. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala. No. no um, <laughs> totally kidding. I know, and that's what I wanted to say, but uh, uh, Ms. Marvel, her name is... Um, She's a teenage... Something Kamala. Um, it's Kamala... Kamala Khan, I think. Kamala Khan, you are yes. you, nice, good pull. Thank you. Um, yeah, she's basically a, a teenager that yep. gets powers, and she's um, she's like super stretchy. There's and, something to her, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, she was one of the main characters in the Avengers video game, which I have not played yet, but she is very prominent in that game. So yeah, that is eleven movies coming out in 2022, and we haven't didn't even talk about what we still got for the rest of this year and either. So next week. I'll review what's coming up for the rest of this year. But um, right off the top of the bat, one I'm most excited for this year is Venom. Carnage. I got to watch the new Venom. Um, or the or the first Venom. Maybe next week we'll do a... You do those and what? I'll do a summer preview. 
Because even though it's late or late into the summer, the movies are just starting to come out. Okay, then when we do our next movie, let's do Venom. Okay. Uh, because I, the fact that you haven't seen that yet. Yeah, but that makes it hard to comment on a movie when you want to watch it. Yeah, but getting your reaction when you first see it, though. But, okay. I, okay. I, or we can just stick with Cannonball Run. It's up I, to you. I think Cannonball Run's a good idea. I think it is, too. I tell you what, I will, if you want to watch Venom together, we'll make time to watch Venom together. We'll, How's that sound? We'll figure it out. All right. Love it. That's all I got for this week. All right. I mean, it, it was a lot, but I, that list. No, was, that's that was what we talked about last week. You did a because good, we kept thinking job. about it. And I'm like, God, there's got to be a lot of movies. Yeah, there's eleven. Yeah, that's a lot of movies. Holy crap! No, ten. I'm sorry, ten in uh, which Spider Verse. If you take that out, we got nine. Still, it's that's a lot of comic book movies come out one year. I uh, both companies. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen um, the first Spider Verse, so you know, there you go. I'm, I made it like halfway through it, and not because it's bad. It's 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 very Borderlands-ish. Yeah. The visual, it's like it's just like Borderlands. It's very cool. Um, I just have to finish watching it. King Kingpin is great. Just mad, like he's so deform, like so massively, like deformatively big. Oh yeah. Just cool looking, like the he Kingpin always, should look. He was always cool that way in in yep. the Spider-Man comics. Yep. Not so much in. I mean, uh, Nofrio did a good job in. In Daredevil, but they better never recast him ever. Like if they even bring the Kingpin in the movies, it has to be him. Think we'll ever get a Punisher movie? Like they, a, re- a good one, a real one? No, they've said it. It is. We will get more John Barenthal as Punisher. Yes, because Marvel's rights have gone back to Marvel. Yes, they own it, not Netflix. Sweet, fuck you, Netflix. For real, canceling all of our favorite shows. Okay, so we leaked this uh, earlier to our Patreon. Pl- uh, People gave me a sneak peek. What we're gonna do now from now on, we lifted up our dress. We did, (laughs) it was not pretty. (laughs) It was not pretty. Um, we're gonna announce our week, our list for the next week, our topic for the following week when we record. So, why is that, Greg? We want people to send us their picks to uh, I think we have an email address. Do we have an email address? Hold on, let me check. Yeah, we do. Oh, fucking oh, good. It would be. Uh, I was worried that we weren't going to have an email address there for a second. If I remember right, it's top five for fighting at gmail.com. There it is. So you guys send us what your you can send us your top five. You can send us your top your, your just what your number one would be, and we're going to pick our five favorite from our listeners and give the listener and then and then what their what the pick was. Yeah, so dude, this bit don't work if you don't. Yeah, you gotta help. You gotta help us out here, guys. We're trying. We're trying to help out. Throw us a fucking bone. So here. next week's is going to be. <laughs> Historically significant moments or events that you would choose to be at. Now, l- let me ask you a question. I want to clarify this. Let's let's clarify away. They're in person or they're just to look from afar to see it happen. Is there a difference? Well, you can't participate in it because then you there, the time okay. continuum gets fucked up. So yeah, let's as say, Loki let's, has shown us. Let's say you want to be at the signing of the Constitution. You're at the signing of the Constitution watching John Hancock put his Herbie Hancock on the parchment. But you like what Slap I did there? Slap that cock yeah. on the table? No, no. You know, it's John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. Uh, from Tommy Boy. But right. you you get to see it, but you don't participate in it. It's just to, you, you, you would want to see it. Witness it. Yes. Yeah. Good Good enough. Fair All enough. Right. And this week's top five list brought yeah. to you by Mike Putnam I, was a good one. And I well, I'll tell you exactly how this list came to mind. I was driving either home 
or something like that. And a song came on, and I was like, man, fucking wish this guy was still around. That and, and that's was like, oh wait, let, let me let me shoot this over to Greg. Like it was it was perfect because th- this might be a good list. Yeah, it was, and it was. Every now and then, I have a good idea. Yeah, you have good ideas about once once a week. I'll take I'll say that's pushing it. Yes, but I, but, but I appreciate it. So this week's list is now. I thought it was singers or musicians who left too soon, but Mike I, has entertainers. So. I just basically singers, actors, entertain anybody that is of significant celebrity status. I guess I should say good enough. I'll have a couple at the end of uh, actors that I would have thrown in, but okay. mine are all musicians okay. or singers. Fair enough. Um, mine are not, so th- this will actually make for a better list. Good enough. So this is how I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have ten, mm-hmm. but I some are higher than others because, like, okay, do I wish Eddie Van Halen was still here? Absolutely. But I think Eddie had pretty much contributed everything he was going to contribute to us. They weren't really, you know what? Were you going to get another album? He wasn't going to drop yeah. any more bangers. So mine, <laughs> my, so mine was pretty much that was taken away from us Too when soon. they still had a lot more to give us. Fair enough. So my number five is John Bonham. Oh yeah, because we would have probably gotten ten or fifteen more years of Led Zeppelin. Oh, f- with, for sure. I I think that is a fair assumption. The reason that they said straight up that they had never toured again is because they've both both Jimmy and Robert Plant said it would not be right touring or being Led Zeppelin without John Bonham. They have had moments where they had Jason Bonham step in. They could have. They could have done a tour. put him in there. Yeah, I I think one of the main reasons they haven't done it at this point is because Robert Plant's washed up. Well, he's a hundred years old. Yeah. He's a hundred. I mean, the only person older than him is is uh, Keith gonna, Richards. He's not going to bust out the immigrant song at exactly eighty five. Um, be badass if he would. Oh my god, right? <laughs> and we be like, uh... <laughs> like someone get him some oxygen. Yeah, do something. <laughs> uh, so John Bonham was was mine. I it's a good one. I mean, I've heard a lot of people discuss whether he or Neil Peart are the best drummer ever, and a lot of people pick John Bonham to be in that discussion. I, I get think it. Is, you get it, yeah. It, heads or tails. I, I I don't think there's a right answer. I, Fair, I honestly, I, I don't, and I, I'm not a huge Rush fan. I'm gonna say Neil Pert, but if you told me John Bonham, I'm not gonna call you. I'm I'm not gonna say you're retarded. I, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Here come the apologies. There will um, be no apologies this week, my friend. None. I am not the host of Jeopardy. All right, my number five was actually the singer of that song, and that was uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, good. Because okay. Audio Slave Cochise came on, and I was like, oh, which oddly enough is on my um, gym list, which I should get back to someday. Um, but I have, I paired that with two because they were relatively close together, if I remember right. And oddly enough, they're both tied to a conspiracy because they're dead. Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington. Yep. Um, I have been listening to a lot of Linkin Park lately while yep. driving. Thousand Sons is my favorite album that they've done, which is kind of different than what all of their other stuff is. That's my I can't stand that album. Are you serious? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, I fucking love it. I I just I tell you what, I'll throw it on again to listen to it. But when it came out and I listened to it, I'm like, that is not what I fucking want from Lincoln Park. Nope, it's it, different. But it's there's so much Lincoln Park to listen to that is just the hits and yeah. the good, even the stuff that didn't make it on the radio that is good on those other ones. Like to me, that like that dude can sing. Like he's not just a screamer; he can sing. Oh no, and, no, and that's for on real. that album. The um, their first two albums are two, two of the, the amazing. Crawl and two, numb, two or, of the best two first um, albums maybe ever. 
songs, Crawl and Numb. I just they're yes. so good. So good. Uh, uh, Meteora, when I first heard it, I was like, "What is this?" Oh, me too. But yeah, it's uh, I, I, yeah, I just for some reason I've been listening to that album a lot lately while while, while on the road. I it's love it. it okay. I don't ever shit on anybody for liking whatever type of music they of like. Of course. When I heard it, maybe I was more pissed off that it wasn't more of the first two albums. It's and I'd never really went back to listen to it. To sound like a music nerd. It's an awesome departure of something that they're used to doing. It's he sings more. Okay. Which and I, if you do listen to I'll it again, it. which is horrible, the fact that he's committed suicide. That whole album, for the most part, like the especially the slower songs that he does, is about how it's just all positive stuff, and it just it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's one of the that's one of the arguments for the conspiracy theory. Yeah, well, that's a good bullshit too. Is one where they talk about conspiracy theories with uh, the fact that Cornell and Bennington were tied to a documentary being filmed about child sex trafficking in in Los Angeles in Hollywood. Yeah, that was tied to Epstein and. The Clintons, yeah, it's. I mean, you can do two and two together. I mean, who knows if it's real or not? But it's just funny that that name Clinton comes up, and it's like hmm, two people are dead. Yeah, I agree. Okay, my number four. You're probably not going to think you'd ever hear this name from me, but this person was amazingly talented, and it's it's a damn shame that she's gone. But Amy Winehouse, yeah, she wasn't going to rehab. No, 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 she she no. she wasn't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> she had pipes like we hadn't heard in a long time, and I don't have Whitney on this list because Whitney was kind of done when she was done. I mean, she might she if she'd have stayed clean, she probably would have put out a lot more albums because she could sing. She could have swam better. She could have. It, it would have helped her in the end, in the end game a lot more. But Amy, if you watch the documentary, Amy. It's just it breaks your fucking heart. Oh, I'm sure it does. When you hear some of the stuff that she did with some of the people that she did it with, god damn, she was unbelievably talented. Cool voice too. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting at. Just her voice cuz she didn't play any instruments, but right. her voice was unbelievable. When you can sing like that, you don't have to. Uh, I agree. So uh, we only got a couple albums out of her before she got all fucked up, but I mean, just another good She's not gone, thank God. But another good example of that, like, don't ever touch an instrument because I don't want you to. Is Pink? Oh, I agree. But don't you don't have to play anything. You nope. just keep singing like an angel that you are. Having and, and it's fine. Having said that, there was an album that came out a couple weeks ago called Mammoth by a group called WVH, and WVH stands for Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay, he plays every instrument on the album and sings it. I've listened to it. It's pretty goddamn talented. I've listened to it. When I hear the words Van Halen in a song, you know what I expect to hear. Sure. It's not there. But it's pretty good. It's just the guy's name. Give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a good guitar player, apparently. And the only reason he played bass when they went toured because Daddy played guitar, as well he should have. Are you going to unseat yeah, Dad? exactly. No, not even, they, not even the fucking hoop on the, cor- on the driveway. In the middle of a concert, if they just had a duel. That would have been fucking badass, How right? awesome. I mean, how yeah. fun would that be to watch? Yeah. It's not quite Van Halen, but the if balls it, on this kid. <laughs> it's as far as new rock goes. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. All right. So Amy, Amy Winehouse is my number four. F- hey, fair enough. My number four, um, going on the total different path, which is cool because I like the diversity on our lists. Robin Williams. Yeah. Tell me the new Jumanji movies with Robin Williams in them isn't ten times better. And I like the Jumanji movies. They're fun. At least, They're, at least to some degree, he'd have been in them. 
But Robin Williams and The Rock and Kevin Hart, yeah, in that with those three, and not just that, any comedy like Robin Williams in general. A lot of people say either like a stand up or not. I liked it because it wasn't just hey, here's some jokes, here's some jokes, here's some jokes. His stand up like, was groundbreaking. His stand up is life stories told in a fucking hilarious way. Oh, it's he's he was incredible. He and, didn't and shy away from anything. He talked got, about a lot of personal stuff. He got super serious as far as his acting roles went towards the end of his career. He did a lot of a lot of drama stuff, and that's okay because he was really good at it. But yep, yep. yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm with it. There is a video. I he, loved his show that he was on the year before he, he killed himself. The crazy ones. Never saw it. Sarah Michelle Gellar, him, oh Buffy, guy named Hamish something. Yeah, it was a good show. Um, there is a video of Robin Williams talking in front of the troops. I don't know. It's either in Iraq. Um, it, it's a base. It, it's one of the. It's where they were based. And he's doing this his thing in front of all these troops, and he's just he's rolling. And in the middle of that, the um, you, you'll know I'm you'll know what it's called when uh. The stuff the the horn goes off at uh, the end of the day taps when the flag like he just he just stops like shuts it off like sh- everybody like th- they do their thing and um he just stops and then he, he you know he keeps talking and stuff and then if I remember right an alarm goes off and he's like should I be fucking scared right now? And they just start rolling. Like they just started laughing. Like he didn't, like he genuinely didn't know. And he's like, you guys are just standing like nothing fuck is, nothing's happening. He goes, what the fuck? It's he's, he was just different. There, there was nobody like Robin Williams. He used it's to crack just, me up. Just too. like George Carlin. There was nobody like George Carlin. Uh, Robin Williams live at the Met was my favorite stand up when I was in high school. We watched me and my buddy would watch it. Like is that every- the one where he's got tons of bottles of water on the stools. I think so. But it's the one where he talks about how you can't do drugs when you have a kid. His cocaine use yeah, and all that stuff. Because you'll be like it, because your your, your four year old will give you a transport. You're like, it's a goat, it's a duck. What the fuck is it? Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. He was just he was like he. I loved. I he thought was he legendary. was awesome. I loved Robin Williams. Legendary. I mean, I, who didn't grow up watching Mork and Mindy? Oh right. So good. Yeah. That's my number four. It's a good one. My top three will not surprise anybody. Of course. Uh, my number three is Jimi Hendrix. Oh, see, I didn't even think of him. He was not even thirty years old. Are you serious? He was 20, I knew he was young. I think he was 27 years old. I didn't know he was that young. He did not die of an overdose. There's a lot of people that say he died of an overdose. Mm-hmm. He had gone back to his girlfriend's house, and they were laying in bed, and I think they said that she said that they had smoked a joint, but he died of, of, a, of a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was The doctors did not rule it an overdose, so... Uh, it's a fucking shame, but 27 years old, man, and the shit that he put out there. Legendary. Legendary. I mean, changed. Just just him playing the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock. That's, uh, that's all you got to say. What we played before our 4th of July episode. Absolutely. He was. How I mean, could you he was, not? He was an innovator. So, I mean, if you. Listen, if you guys don't know who Jimi Hendrix is, I can't fucking help you. <laughs> hey. Red House. Voodoo yeah. Child. Oh, dude, Voodoo Child. <laughs> Voodoo Child, Voodoo Child, so fucking good. There's only one person that I've ever heard, played, heard play Voodoo Child better than Jimi Hendrix. NWO? Yes. For Life? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you who that is in a little while. All right, fair enough. That's my number three, Jimi Hendrix. My number three, again, watched every single episode he was on. I uh, just thought he was a fascinating human being. And I'll never forget, we were at some friend's house and I believe it was for Labor Day, and then we found out that Steve Irwin was dead. 
I crazy. It, it was one of those things where like it's, it's not like you just were bawling because he was dead, but just like how in the world, which is ironic that he dies from like one of the most peaceful animals on the planet, freak accident from a guy that gets bit by snakes every fifteen minutes. Yeah, it, it just and it was like, dude, there was net. That guy was just not scared of anything. Completely, I mean, what's the word um, I'm looking for? Animals and no, not infectious. <laughs> um, conservationist. Oh yeah, for animals like I mean, Australia Zoo. That like that. That's his deal. Well, the thing that made him so great was that he wasn't one of those guys like, oh my god, you can't kill him because he he understood that there's an ebb and flow. You just got to do things smart and and think about think about their ecology. Yeah, like when an animal would die, like he would lose, like he would break down. Like if something bad happened with an animal, like there's nothing they could do. Like it. Like it, you could tell, it was it wasn't TV fodder. Yes, it was that was him, and the fact that his whole family is still grown up in it and kept the thing going on, and his kids are now grown with a kid. Um, it's, I mean, th- that was just I'll I'll never forget that. I it was horrible when I heard it. I was like, my God! And then I was like, doesn't surprise me. No, it, in, I, I hate in, to say it like that, but you knew that that was probably way, how he was going to in die. In a cold way, that was the joke. Yeah, but not like that. No, it was going to be a crock. Yeah. Or or something vicious, like a boa. Crocky, or, this croc's eating me. No shit. And he's out there just teasing yeah. him and like, you know, getting him to eat and doing all this stuff. And then a fucking manta ray stings him in the heart. And the crazy thing is, they said if they'd have left that stinger in his heart, he'd have had a much better chance of living, which makes sense because you pull it out and then yeah, it's all coming out. But if they'd have left it in, they probably could have at least had a better chance to attempt to save him at the hospital. Yeah. He would have made it to the hospital. Could have been somewhere, yeah. Crazy. How crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Steve Irwin. That's a solid number two. I did not expect that one on your list. Hmm. My number two goes out to my boy James, and uh, it's Randy Rhodes. Oh. <laughs> it reminds me of our wrestling trip. Yeah. What was it the top, how many? Two, the 200? top 200 hard and heavy classic rock songs. And what was number one? Crazy Train. Why not? Of course, not? it was on Ozzy's Boneyard, so that makes sense. That's, but, that's a fair um, statement. But, uh, I mean. Home field advantage. This guy was like 24 years old. You know, Randy Rose was 24 I, years old when he died. Again, did not know that. I, fucking tragic. Uh, you it's listen, hard to associate those celebrities with age. It is. Well, because they, they're I mean, otherworldly. We didn't even like, know who they were we until we were in our 30s or 20s. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so, I, I, listen, you just, you just listen to what this guy did on Ozzy's first two albums. And I firmly and, believe, as much as I like Ozzy, Randy Rhodes is a large... 90% part of why Ozzy is Ozzy. Because if those first two albums don't kill, Ozzy's just In Ozzy. ninth grade, every junior high basketball team came out to Crazy Train. In 2019, every professional sports team plays Crazy Train in their fucking arenas. They, I mean, it, you're right. It's It's been... Patriots do it every home game. Yeah, they do. Still, to this day. The Patriots. The Patriots. Who are they? No, I mean it's just that's not what you would associate with the Patriots. You no. know what I mean? You'd associate that with like, the Raiders, yeah, or or something. But uh, the the solos that he dropped on Crazy Train and and all those albums, just or those two albums, mm-hmm. fucking over the mountain, it's just crazy. Yep, Crazy Train. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, it was intended. Oh, okay, on purpose. That's my number two. My number two, Heath Ledger, for obvious reasons. Yep. Because he was supposed to be in the next Batman movie, but obviously that threw everything off and it he wasn't. But not just that. I mean, I think that movie is what made everyone and not just the fact that he died, 
the way he played the Joker, everyone was like, fucking Heath Ledger is amazing. And, you know, obviously more spotlight gets put on it because he died after the filming of that. And then, it, you know, they gave him an Oscar for it. I mean, gave him nothing. He earned it. I That was every well-deserved, whether he was alive or dead. But, man, that, that just shows you that guy had a shit ton more to give. Well, he had great range too. I mean, he you know he a was in, Tale. in the Patriot and the, the Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale is a fun. I love that movie. I to love the in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> uh, have, Best buddy movie ever. Have not, will not. <laughs> no, but and he I'm was. Not, I just great. Just, it's just not my speed. It's just not, it's just my, not my speed. He was a great actor. A great actor. Incredible what he did with the Joker. It, yeah. it, that that I mean, everybody saw the movie after the. After it spread, what he did with that role, I mean, there's a re- he's the reason that franchise made a billion dollars, is because Absolutely. of the Joker. Crazy. Dylan dressed dressed as him for Halloween that year. It was awesome. Nice. Heath Ledger, number two. My number one is the only person that I've ever heard play a voodoo child better than Jimi Hendrix, and that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. What? Yep. His version is in Black Hawk Down. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Maybe not as good a guitar player as Jimi Hendrix, but subjective. It, it's subjective. But his band was better than Jimi Hendrix's band. Oh yeah. And when when Stevie Ray and that band jammed, they were incredible. This fucking guy made blues popular during the hair band era on MTV. On MTV, and he was a fucking legend. He was a, just, and the fact that we only got a couple, four or five albums, three or four albums from him. Because he died in a plane crash. Uh, was it a plane or helicopter? It was a plane. Was it a plane? Yeah, I thought it was a helicopter, but I looked it up. Okay. Uh, Randy Rose was a plane crash as well. Um, just what he, I mean, I I can just put Stevie Ray Vaughan's greatest hits on, and I have to agree with you on that Voodoo Child. Now that I think about it, because that that opening that intro is actually um, what the NWO used mm-hmm. in wrestling. And they also use that in the scene where all of the little birds are taken off and Black Hawk down. All the Black Hawks are lifting off when they go head to Mogadishu. Yeah. And that scene is, I I love that scene. And his live version, when he's done, he's like, this is pretty cool. I'm playing Hendrix at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> and I'm not taking anything away from the Jimi Hendrix version, but there's just a feel about the Stevie Ray Vaughan version that I agree. to me is just, man, I, it was just. I, after thinking about it, I have to agree with you. You're listen right. to his albums and they're just, and, and just, ah. Uh, it's it's hard for me to talk about because it fucking it kills me that he's gone. Yeah, that soon. I mean, if he'd have been around another twenty years, then I'd have been okay. Because we'll do our honorables. Because I've got a couple that are sucked that they're gone, but they gave us such a huge body of work before they left. Right. Uh, speaking of huge bodies, we'll go to my number one, Chris. Chris Farley. Farley. That was going to be the actor I threw in. Chris Farley. Yeah. I I mean, if if you can't get on board with that, I mean, I got nothing for you because. Chris Farley made Adam Sandler better. Adam Sandler made Chris Farley better. David Spade. David Spade. Um, that whole crew from Saturday Night Live, the documentaries that have been done about Farley, the behind the scenes, him ordering dinner at a restaurant with Sandler and Spade and them. Um, just, I mean, Farley was a legend. He was. Absolutely. And it just sucks because it's just another modern-day version of Belushi. Same... It's almost a carbon copy of just another genius, amazing comedian, actor, gone because of drugs. Do you know what started his massive last downward spiral? No. He auditioned for Cable Guy. What? And lost it. And he wanted it because he wanted to be able to 
branch out to do something different. And they chose Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey was just so massively popular at the time. It's hard to argue. And it 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 just it crushed him, and he just went into a spiral. And you know, funny thing, Farley's in that movie. I probably like it. Because I did not like that. Movie I watched at all. it once. I did not care for it. I have never it given this it a way. second chance. I was uncomfortable watching it. I'm like this is just not what well, I. Unfortunately, that's what it's supposed to be. I get that, and I think that, I think that for what they wanted, Jim Carrey delivered better than Chris Farley would have. But that doesn't mean Farley's not a good actor. Think of Farley in any of Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah, like a- any of his movies, even if it's like Billy Madison. He's the bus driver, but. And that's he what upset delivered him. some hellacious lines oh, in Billy Madison. That's what upset him because he was always the same, you know, the fat, funny guy, and he wanted to be this. But right, you know, I mean, it's like, dude, I, I get it, but man, that dude, you know, stick with what brought brought you to the dance. But you're right, he was he was awesome. He was incredible. I, funny, and you give him anything, and he made it hilarious. Yeah. So I, God, I'd give anything to have him back. Um, and that's my number one. That's your but number one. I cannot end this list. Without seeing Freddie Mercury for Richard, because Freddie Mercury was my number six. Okay? I mean, and here's why I didn't have him in my top five because Freddie Mercury's body of work that he gave us before he passed so big is enormous and amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like I said, it's not it's not how it sucks that they left early. It's just like Stevie Ray Vaughan, Randy Rhodes had two albums. You know what I mean. So that's kind of right. Um, I had Freddie Mercury on my list. I had Brad Delp on my list. He's the lead singer of Boston. Oh, Boston. He, he ended up killing himself. Um, not a Monster Doors fan, but Jim Morrison. Yeah. Roadhouse Blues is my favorite Doors song. Yeah. My favorite uh, Doors song is Peace Frog. Don't know. I'd, played, I'd have to listen they, to they it. They played in the Waterboy. Oh, okay. John Lennon. I hated the Beatles. Fair enough, but... Love Revolution, though. Got got taken away, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Um, And Ronnie Van Zant. Lead yeah. singer of uh, of um, uh, Leonard Skinner. Yep. My actor that I would have thrown in there with Chris Farley is Phil Hartman. Oh, without a doubt. God, he was funny on Saturday Night Live. He was so funny on Saturday Night Live. He was amazing in news radio. Yep. I, so I agree. Good. So good. Yep. That was with uh, the guy from Kids in the Hall, right? Dave Foley. Dave yep. Foley, that's right. Maura Tierney, uh, Joe Rogan. Loaded. Uh, yeah. Loaded Andy cast. Dick. And uh, Condi Alexander. Uh, she left after like the fourth season to go to CSI, I think. But okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it was loaded. Oh, and Stephen Root. How do we forget Stephen Root? Who's that? Stephen Root. I'm so bad with names. That's all right. I don't know who he, they are. He was, uh, he was the sheriff in Red State. He was uh, he was the heavy guy in Dodgeball. Love you. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Stephen Root, he's in everything. He was in he's, uh, fucking No Country for Old Men for briefly. He was, he's okay. in a lot of stuff. Stephen gotcha. Root. Gotcha. Yeah, it was Red State that I got it. Good. Yep. Good deal. So. All right, so as a reminder... Next week, moments in history you wish you could be witness to without participating in. Send us your email, top5forfighting at gmail.com. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Take two minutes. What are you waiting for? Take five minutes. What are you, what are you waiting Take for? Take your top five minutes what are we doing here? of the day and send us a top five list. Yeah. Hey, just send us your top. Just send us your number send one, us one if you want. Yeah, just one. one. That's all I'm asking. That's all we're asking. I'm not asking the world here. Jesus. Um, That's all I got. Thanks to our Patreon sponsors. Thank you to... um, And as your Patreon sponsors already heard, a lot of cool stuff coming your way soon. Yeah. Like, real soon. There will be weekly content. Weekly. um, 
And plus, we got some fun video game news that we're going to send your way. Yeah, fair enough. Ideas. Um, Top5forfighting.com. You can visit Spreadshop, at, uh, the, the store at Top5forfighting.com. Again, I'm updating it. There are new stuff new stuff going in there. Yeah, Amy usually. did say it's tough to get to. The Patreon section, by the way. You may want to check that out. For, okay, I'll check She the, said when she signed up, she said it was a pain in the ass. Really? Just review that. I, I meant to tell you, but I, it just popped in my head now. 10-4, I will. And that's feedback from the Oscar winner. Multi-Oscar winner. Patreon, we need to put a... We sh- there should be a link on the website, but we'll, we'll, up- like we'll double check it. Um, just double check it. You know what? Um, I'm sort of top five for fighting on Twitter, sort of active. I don't really do much on there except throw some memes out every now and then and scream at the NHL and the NFL for their shitty officials. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, me too. We'll see you next week. Go yeah. Lightning. Let's let's hope they clinch tonight. You don't care, but... I care. I just want to see a good game. Honestly... Selfishly, I want two game sevens. That's what I want because there's nothing better. I'll take one game seven, but not this one. If it's my team playing, I don't want a game seven. But being on the outside looking in for the past uh, five years, four years, five years, mm-hmm. I love game sevens. Game fives and game sevens to me are... Game fives decide the series, but game sevens have that feel. Game sevens are magic. Yeah. Game, game fives gives you, okay, this is pretty much who's going to win. But game sevens, if you get there, <laughs> every second is just like, oh, shit. Oh shit. Is he can it's just awesome. It is. Thanks guys. Have a wonderful week and uh don't be a dick. Nailed it. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's gonna ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first like met a cat you. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.